आज चल के दर पे आया है मौका Hello and welcome to our 16th episode of our podcast Cover Drive Collective and today I'm joined by my co-host and friend Vashish Chhabria and we have got one more special guest you know who has already come on the show before and his name is Abhishek Kumar so ladies and gentlemen please welcome Vashish and Abhishek so today we are going to talk about the IPL final the qualifiers and you know we'll also be giving a review on the world cup so without wasting any time let's deep dive into it so vashesh i'll start with you first tell us something about the qualifier one against delhi so anand abhishek as you all know i'm a huge delhi capitals fan and i was very deflated by the performance that happened in this match i was very happy for chennai because obviously rutraj gaikwad and robin othappa really took the game away from delhi very soon and uh, completed a very successful run chase and um, who can forget that um, 18 of 6 balls from dhoni in the final over i think that was one of the most exciting pieces of cricket i have seen in a very long time and of course it's by dhoni finishing off the game with a 6 an excellent moment i think every player from chennai came very strong um i don't know why shardul thakur batted at 4 that was a little bit of a contentious choice but otherwise a very comprehensive overall performance uh delhi a lot to be asked for i think in especially in their bowling department um although we have really lauded their bowling i think the inclusion of tom curran in the death over was a little bit of a question mark but otherwise i feel chennai have really shown why they are a class apart compared to the other teams this season absolutely absolutely so well this was about the qualifier one abhishek what's your take on the uh, qualifier one of csk against delhi uh anand the csk versus delhi qualifier one was uh, pretty much expected you know both the teams doing so well in the tournament in the indian leg as well as the uae leg so uh but the only disappointed in disappointment in that match was the rishabh pant captaincy i was utterly disappointed with the way he was changing his bowling he was you know we could see that his his shoulders are going down he is not having the motivation to win games because of what chennai did to them on in qualifier one you know earlier the games earlier which in the games which he used to you know uh, get a surprise bowler from here and there and he also used to take wickets you know it was working out for him but in qualifier one it did not so exactly like you know when he put on tom curran for the last over i thought that maybe it's the same gamble he is playing the same way dhoni played in 2007 world cup final you know against uh, pakistan getting in joginder sharma in place of harbhajan singh but uh, you know gambles not always work out that is why it's called a gamble 
there's a 50-50% chance and Rishabh Pant took it, but it did not land in his favor. So that costed him the match and maybe the lack of confidence costed them the chance in the finals as well, chance chance to getting into the finals. But uh, all in all, the Rishabh Pant was a surprise captain to me this year. Amazing captaincy all along the tournament, but not during the playoffs. Chennai has been a complete team since the start of the IPL. Even the players have changed a lot. The captain remained the same, of course, but it has been a complete team for me. And especially when it comes to pressure situations or performing in big games, then, you know, you cannot take Chennai away from it. Only The only team which can take Chennai away from the IPL is MI. And this time MI couldn't do it. So we had a winner, you know, way before it was supposed to be. Absolutely, absolutely. But you know, uh, you you put out a very interesting point out over there. You know, you were not impressed by Rishabh Pant's captaincy, and also you know the moves which he was taking as a captain. See, uh, you need to understand that he's the he was the youngest captain to play the playoffs. Okay, and you know we saw one thing, and it it was little expected. Okay, since the first two teams in the past two to three years, okay, the top two teams, the number one team has been you know. Uh, winning over the number two team four times. Okay. So basically the playoffs, the final and the two league games which happened. So we saw that in 2018, we saw that in 2019 and we also saw that in 2020. But uh, to be honest, I was expecting Delhi to go into the final. Okay. Not CSK. Like I was expecting CSK but through a longer route though. Okay. So uh, yes, uh, Rishabh Pan's captaincy can be questioned but you need to see the fact also that Tom Curran that day was in a better form. He took three wickets. Yes, uh, he still had one over of Rabada but Rabada was going for runs. Okay, so I really feel, you know, uh, he he gave a, uh, he gave the ball to Tom Curran. I feel when, you know, in such situations it all depends upon the bowler. Yes, the captain can, you know, change the fields, put fielders there but it has it has to be the bowler who has to execute the plans and, you know, have to bowl according to the field. So, I really think so. It's not uh, Rishabh Pan's fault. He gave his best in qualifier one. The match went down till the last over and, you know, uh, even during the qualifier two. Yeah, Anand, I mean, yeah, I agree. He is being, he has been a good captain for the DC in, in the absence of uh, Shreya Sayar. But I would like you to, I would like uh, to take you back to 2019 uh, finals for the IPL. If you would remember, I remember that it was CSK versus MI and uh, Malinga had gone for a lot. Malinga was around 30, more than 30 odd runs in his three overs. Yet, Rohit Sharma made him bowl the last over and we all know what happened. See, yes. in these in these kind of situations, you cannot take out the experienced, the, you know, one of the best death ballers you have in your squad just because he's gone for a few runs in his first few overs. That is how MI is the successful, most successful team in the IPL because they back their players. CSK is the most successful team because they back their players. You cannot you cannot just not let a player like Rabada complete his four or four overs in a match. You just have to give him four overs, even if he's going for a, even if he's going for runs. That is what experience does to you. I believe that if Rabada was bowling the last over, thirteen runs would have been difficult, even for MS Dhoni. Absolutely, absolutely, because uh, you know. MS Dhoni has struggled against Rabada in the past. We saw that in the 2015 South Africa series. 
where 11 was needed uh, in the last over and ms dhoni couldn't finish it so yeah i mean you are right but you know you have to give you have to cut some slack to rishabh pant too because you know he he was he's young he's nervous and it could be seen from his body language as you said so i feel dc did a good job you know yet so close and yet so far i mean this is this is what happens to rcb and dc so no yeah doubt. absolutely but so much just is- just one yeah, more yeah, thing before we move on to the next match i i understand what you all are trying to say with rishabh pant's uh, lack of experience in captaincy but i want to raise a question to you all is ricky ponting and the dc management going to back rishabh pant as captain for the next season or are we seeing shreya sayar come back to captaincy or personally i would want ayer to come back as captain and pant be that wicket keeper number 5 number 4 batsman that he's been so good at but again it's a call that must be taken by the management what do you guys think see uh, you know firstly i would say a mega auction is coming up and two new teams will be added so we really don't know what's the retention policy going to be what's going to happen we have no idea about that the okay, retention very... is uh, is the retention the policy has come out it's yes, you can retain a maximum of three players or you can retain two and have three rtms okay so but you know still a proper clarification uh, would be better because we saw ms dhoni said yeah last year like you know yesterday night only after the win it, uh, there is no proper clarity over the retention policy and everything once that comes out then i feel you know obviously uh, dc will go for shreya sayar because he he was the guy who took you to 29 2020 uh, finals and 2019 playoffs so i feel uh shreyas ayer and it, it was obvious they purposely i feel they did not you know remove rishabh pant once shreyas ayer was, was back because you know it was already half season done and dusted okay and rishabh pant was going to continue for one season whole okay if it if the ipl was going to be uh in may or june itself okay so that time only rishabh pant would have continued uh, the whole season so i feel this was the only season they stuck with rishabh pant they were they are not going to give him the full time captaincy because rishabh pant as a batsman was not up to the mark and you know because of the pr- pressure of captaincy i feel absolutely what's yes, your th- uh, thoughts on this abhishek uh see, even i agree with the fact that uh, rishabh pant shouldn't be named the captain of dc for the next season or the forthcoming season if both pant and shreya sayar are retained by the delhi capitals uh the fact that uh, uh, rishabh pant wasn't taken off his captaincy mid season was probably because he was performing so well the team was performing so well under his captaincy they were table toppers so maybe that's why but uh, we could see in the second leg rishabh pant was not really good with his bat you know with his batting performance as a captain he was good valor no problem and yes he is a young captain and obviously mistakes can be made and nobody can be ms dhoni so absolutely absolutely uh, there's that thing but uh, according to me shreyas ayer would be a more sound captain and rishabh pant would be more like the aggressor in the team and help getting quick runs and keeping behind the wickets guys yeah. i have a left field uh, kind of uh, suggestion what about shikhar dhawan because i i really hope that delhi makes a wise decision by retaining dhawan as well because he brings that experience and the years that he brings to the team so why not dhawan he's captained india yes. just 
two and a half months ago, three months ago against yes. Sri Lanka and the white ball tour. I agree with you, but you know you have to understand the fact. Uh, he was also the captain for Sunrisers Hyderabad in 2013 or something like that. In in you know, he was the captain for at least one year for Sunrisers Hyderabad, and it did not work out to be honest. And I feel Shikhar Dhawan as a batsman is only fine. Yes, he did captain India in the Sri Lanka series, but I really feel uh, Shikhar Dhawan as a batsman is the perfect choice for any team because why would you you know want to pressure your main batsman, your most experienced opener? Okay, with uh, with captaincy when he is going to provide you runs. Okay, so I feel let's just you know give Shikhar Dhawan uh, the role of a batsman. Let him go out there, give the team a good start, and set the foundation for the rest of others to follow. No doubt. Now moving on to a match that I genuinely enjoyed because it just showed RCB getting destroyed from yeah, beginning to end. I was just end. waiting. I was just waiting. When Vashish will bring that up? When will you bring that up? Could you bought it out early? So yeah, go on. You give us a two cents because you don't like RCB much. So we let you speak, Vashish. So I was extremely deflated. I thought this is going to be because Anand, you were right. Uh, Chennai versus RCB would be. An amazing final to have Dhoni versus Kohli IPL final, monumental occasion. And I was like, you know what? This could be a good idea. Let these guys qualify for the final. But Sunil Narayan just came in and ripped these guys to shreds. Loki Ferguson contributed. Varun Chakravarti was amazing. He didn't take any wickets, but he was fantastic. I think RCB was just demolished comprehensively, start to end. Abhishek, why don't you tell me? Because I know. I, I'm not sure whether you're an RCB fan. Of course, you like Virat Kohli, which we have talked about earlier. But what do you think about this RCB collapse against Kolkata? I really don't have words, man. When I was watching the game and I saw Virat Kohli go down, okay, it's like 2016 final all over again. I was hoping, okay, now ABD will come, he will score. Then ABD gone. Maxwell came, he is gone. You know, when you with a team like rcb which has such star players like the the batting lineup itself and they had so much motivation i mean among the four teams which had qualified for the playoffs they went as a winning side the last game was a win that to a that to a massive one that to like the last ball finish you know uh, bharat hitting a six of uh, avesh khan on the last ball and winning it for rcb that kind of motivates the whole team to perform well and when such a team with such amazing players with such high caliber performing so poorly uh in the playoffs so consistently that really you know brings up a question that is it really the players who are at fault or is it the management as well who is to be blamed for it you know because i have read a lot of books which it gives emphasis on a lot which is happening behind the curtains and uh, to be honest guys whatever happens behind the curtains does show on the field so you never know what is happening in the management you never know what is happening in the change room you know we can just not think like how a team who is been who is been winning games like so closely and so nicely throughout the tournament just breaks off like it and that to to just one bowler i mean that one bowler has only four overs come on you can just you know try to defend him just like chennai did in the finals 
all the KKR spinners were defended nicely and scored on loose balls. That's what you had to do. But they could not do it and they have not been able to do it even a single time they have qualified for the playoffs. So I don't really know the answer that why is RCB not performing when they have qualified for the playoffs. And I think that answer will still, that question would still remain unanswered. Absolutely. I, yeah, yeah, I agree go. with you. I no, I was just saying I agree with you, Abhishek. I think there is a core, there's a there's a management issue at the core of it. And RCB or RCB and Punjab, I feel these are two teams that need some massive rehashing. Some they need to completely change up their squad, their approach, a lot of things. Absolutely. And plus, you know what? Uh a very good point, you know, you made, Abhishek, as you said about the management. We can take the best example of Chennai Super King. See, you know, they, uh, Lungi, Nigir, uh, Lungi, Imran Tahe, Cheteshwar Pujara, okay, Krishnapa Gautam, these, I, these are the few players who did not get uh, one game in the whole IPL of 2021. Okay, I mean, you have to create such an atmosphere, especially for those players who are not playing in the team. I mean, we uh, we heard from Robin Uttapa yesterday. It's about those players who are not playing in the team. Okay, that actually create the atmosphere. If your uh, you know players who are not playing, uh, you know uh, you know are unhappy, you know if they're not kept happy, then that creates a negative environment and it affects each uh, everyone around them. So that's a very big factor. I mean, you look at Chennai Scoop Super Kings, nine finals, four-time winners. Yes, you can say they have lost five times, but that's though, you know, as MS Dhoni said yesterday, it's those 15 minutes or, you know, uh, one brilliant catch or one brilliant bowling, uh, one brilliant over is what took them out, okay, of those five finals. But you got to see the environment that Chennai Super Kings create. No, no means like no other team has the... Uh, that kind of environment. Even Mumbai Indians, the most successful franchise, okay, Harbhajan Singh uh, himself said, in Mumbai, there's a pressure on you to win games. But in Chennai Super Kings, the player, the team man- management just lets you, you know, go, leave you alone. They let you uh, make your own decisions. Yes, there'll be one, two occasions where the captain or the management will come up and tell you, okay, you can do this, do that, but nothing else. They don't even have team discussions. And, that, and the max, the discussion which they have is during the practice sessions. So, th- this is the environment which every team should create, I feel, especially RCB and Punjab, as you said, Vashishti. Absolutely. I feel KKR has kind of reached that point where they have allowed their players to play their free game. I don't know the internals of it. So, I don't know whether there's intense scrutiny on each player. But Morgan as a captain and obviously KKR management have sort of this is after the first leg. This is only during the second leg. Where the, you know what? We're not going to bank on our usual openers of Gil and Rana. We're just going to send this guy up there, Venkatesh Ayer, and let him play his natural game. Absolutely. And that's and look what's happened to KKR. Their fortunes were turned. And even in the last match, in the finals, everyone else in KKR might have dropped. But... It was Venkatesh Ayer with the runs and the shots and just a brilliant performance with bat and ball as well. So, and we have seen that with Sunil Narayan, who's come out and started bowling freely again. Lockie Ferguson, given given that little bolt of freedom. So I think even KKR to an extent has sort of followed that where they don't play the games based on their performance in the previous game, but they just play by situation, play by condition, see what's working for them and continue doing that. 
true true absolutely so you know let's talk about the kkr versus dc eliminator okay like qualifier 2 actually uh, not rcb versus kkr you know because that match let's leave the whole match let's just talk about the last few overs like 11 was needed i think from like 20 25 balls i mean kagiso rabada uh, andrik norkia you know then ashwin bowling that uh, last over i mean my goodness from that spirit of delhi yes they have lost you know they they were out in the doldrums you know uh, they they did so well okay but you know all this i feel you know where they lost uh the cup it was the last league game against rcb i mean that last ball six uh, you know by ks bharat of avesh khan really really deflated them this is what i feel because you know you had the match in control okay one just one simple delivery outside the off stump okay that could have prevented the six or a simple yorker or a length ball okay but uh, he bowled a full toss and you know there were a lot of emotions riding on that time so i really feel it was that last league game which you know led to delhi's downfall abhishek what do you have to what are your thoughts on this um in my opinion dc has good bowlers like for example we you have three top of the class bowlers in rabada andrik and ashwin what happened with avesh khan actually i don't know if people would like my opinion or not but there are two bowlers who had been absolutely lucky in this second leg of the ipl which is avesh khan and the second one is harshal patel of course see people would kill me but this is the truth avesh khan is getting wickets because rabada andrik aksar patel and ashwin are giving tight overs and then people think the only loose end in this tight bowling lineup is avesh khan and what avesh khan has to do in uae he just has to bowl slower balls nothing else and he will get the wickets so the fact that he was performing well taking wickets giving him the last over obviously at that time uh, rishabh pant did not have any other choice but then again i remember avesh khan laughing when bharat wasn't able to connect with the ball and i also remember sunil gavaskar saying that you never yeah. know who is going to have the last laugh and uh, that was what exactly happened in that game but uh, yeah that was the league match and uh, that actually must have you know uh, demotivated dc a lot especially avesh khan being a young bowler and i like bowler with uh, i like bowlers who have aggression who you know tend to mock the batsman because cricket is a batsman dominated game and when bowlers bowlers have to fight for their dominance in the game so avesh khan laughing was kind of justified but not as much as what happened in the whole context of the game uh coming to dc versus uh, uh kkr qualifier for the finals uh yeah i mean the 17th over it started when avesh khan took two wickets and then followed by rabada bowling a superb over giving away only one run taking dinesh karthik then followed by nokia and then ashwin taking two wickets in the last over but sadly uh the boy from rachi with a high back lift giving away a huge six uh you know it was a 
perfect T20 game for me, you know, for a qualifier, thrilling, exciting, because my favorite team was already in the final. So I just had to sit and enjoy the beautiful game of cricket. And that was it for me. It was a feast. Absolutely. Oh, Abhishek, very lucky. There was the complete opposite for me, where my favorite team was struggling to make it to the finals. I get it. So, you know, talking about favorite team, so let's, you know, the majority over here is Chennai Super Kings. Let's just talk about that team right now. Okay, so I'll start with you, Abhishek. You know, you and I, uh, we we are big CSK fans, we are big MS Dhoni fans. So, I would like to ask you one question. MS Dhoni last, you know, last year, they did not qualify. Harsha Bogle asked him, okay, what's the message to the fans? Okay, and he just simply said one line. You know, we are uh, we are known for comebacks and we'll come back stronger. This is what he said. So, you know, and boy, did he deliver. So, you know, give us a review on the whole campaign. You know, tell us, you know, what do you think Chennai did differently this year? Okay, and, you know... Uh, well, you know, except for a few players like Mohin Ali and Robin Uttapa, okay, the, the rest was same, the core was same. You know, what do you think they did differently this year, okay? And what do you think is the winning formula this year? So, give us some insights on that team, Chennai Super Kings. Yeah. Uh, so, Chennai Super Kings, 2020 was a nightmare. I mean, uh, the UAE leg, the, the whole season was in the UAE and... Uh, none of us, none of our players were able to, you know, especially the batsmen were not able to cope with the conditions on the pitch. It was too much humid. And at that, in that year, in that season, 2020, we could literally see the daddy's army there. I mean, being a CSK fan, even I was thinking that this is happening maybe because we have old players in our team, players who are not young and players who are not there 100% right now. Uh, and uh, I personally felt really sad that uh, because we never know when MS Dhoni might surprise us saying that this will be my last match uh, playing and uh, you know being an MS Dhoni fan you would never want him to retire but uh, thank God that he did not he said definitely not and uh, he came back in 2021 with his team and what I personally think is T20 is a very short game okay we can see uh, the match turning its faces in one over. If a if a bowler takes two wickets in an over, the match is turned to the bowling side. If a batsman hit three sixes in an over, the match is turned towards the batting side. So, you know, it's a very short game. So if it's a short game, only a few players or even a, even a single player could make a lot of difference. And in this year's IPL, we did not have one player. We have a few of them. From the start, we had Moeen Ali in the Indian leg. Moeen Ali was too good at number three. Opening is just amazing by Ruturaj Gaikwad. What a season he has had, the orange cap holder. He is the youngest to hold it. And, uh, you know, when the opening partnerships are getting better, you know, if you are... Simon Duhl has been saying it again and again, agreeing with Matthew Hayden that if you are winning the power play, you are winning the match almost 99% of the time. And the only team who denied that was Chennai because the first match, which was in the UAE leg against Mumbai, they were down. They were down during the power play. And then, you know, Ruturaj Kaikwad just pulled off a miracle in that match. So, Chennai, all in all, I would uh, point out a few players who made the difference in this year is Ruturaj Kaikwad, 
Pav Duplessis, he is a man of big games. He is the man to be counted upon if you want to win a big game. And uh, Moeen Ali, of course, bravo with his experience, Dhoni with his captaincy, Jadeja with his all-round performance. You know, it is a complete team when uh, you named around four to five players among the playing 11 who made a difference. And Lord Shardul, who can forget him? He is the one who is getting us the wickets whenever we need them. So, uh, this time, it all worked out well for Chennai. Well-planned team, well-planned 11. Uh, amazing players. Utapa being back in form, seeing the old Utapa from 2014. And uh, it was just a fairy tale for me to watch MSD on the field, uh, taking the taking on the captaincy for CSK and making them win the IPL again. Absolutely, absolutely. Vashish, give us your take. What do you think about this fabulous team? I completely agree with Abhishek. I think the inclusion and sort of bringing a, a cultivation of players like Gaikwad, Moen Ali at number three, I think has made a massive impact. But there's also a significant difference um, in the Chennai from 2020 and the Chennai in 2021. And that's Faf used to open either with Shane Watson and uh, Sam Curran for one or two games. And the opening partnership never worked out. They kept they kept falling too early. You had like one or two good innings from Watson last year, but Watson knew that age was catching up with him. And Chennai only started winning the last four or five games is when Gaikwad came in to open with Faf. And it was too late for Chennai because they couldn't make it to the uh, qualifiers last year. But this year, they kicked things off with Gaikwad and Faf and backed these two openers to perform exceedingly well. So I completely agree with that. And another omission that Chennai very smartly made was letting go of Kedar Jadav. I feel wherever Kedar Jadav goes, that team does not want to do well <laughs> at all. Absolutely, I, mean, I think so. Okay, continue. Last year, it was with Chennai. This year is with the Sunrisers Hyderabad. So great for letting go of Kedar Jadav. And yeah, I think Chennai has not let go of that many players of note. So now it's going to be very difficult for Chennai in the mega auction when your player retentions are going to be slightly lesser compared to last year. And who are you going to use the RTM card on? And what is a team without MSD as your wicketkeeper going to look like? Absolutely. I mean, you know, uh, now I'll give my two cents about this team because, you know, I've been really, really wanting to, you know, pour out and, you know, tell how I've, I've been feeling since yesterday. So, you know, this team has been my favorite since 2011. I have to be, if I have to be very honest. Okay. I've been following this team, seeing they are the most consistent team, you know, and, you know, when I saw them in 2020, in, you know, in, in such bad state, Trust me, I was very sad. And uh, when I heard that, you know, those two words, definitely not. I was so happy. And, you know, coming 2021, we saw MS Dhoni coming at least a month, uh, you know, for preparations for the UAE leg, you know, for the Indian leg, and then even for the UAE leg also. You know, he gave everything. Yes, he was not in form, but, you know, just his presence. Okay, you know, that man behind the stumps controls everything with his hand. It's like, you know, he's the... We have all been to a puppet show, right? Like, I'm not calling the other players puppets. It's just that he knows how to control them with his invisible strength. Like, go there, go to mid-off, go to mid-wickets. You know, those like, you know, 
so this is about one man and you know talking about ruturaj gaikwad boy like he was bought in 2019 did not get a game 2020 just three matches or four matches but he was back and uh, if you'll remember in 2021 also for the first one or two games he wasn't performing but steven fleming said no we are going to back this player and and dude seriously 635 runs like i mean uh, that's he's the he was a third player for chennai super kings to cross more than 600 it was was mike hasi then ambati raidu then uh, ruturaj gaitwad and then yesterday fav duplessis so basically total only four players uh, scoring 600 plus runs and you know the best part about uh, this year's ipl is what even though chinna thala that is suresh raina he was there but you know still uh, he wasn't performing if you all notice like you know he was down we saw how uh horrible he was playing especially against mumbai that shot you know which you mentioned vashish in the previous episode okay i mean he was not playing so but just his presence he and ms dhoni you know uh doing everything they can for this team and it's really good to see and fav duplessis boy i mean th- this guy just comes up year after year last year also 500 runs you know then in 2018 also uh in that qualifier one against srh i mean he just he just played one or two games and and when he came he spat 62 runs and and won it for csk so as you said big big man uh big player big final and he steps up so you and dhoni said you know they have to look at players who are going to perform for the next 10 years so i feel they're going to retain ruturaj gaikwad i've got one question for abhishek and uh, one question for you vashish do you abhishek this is for you do you think this is the end of chennai thalaya suresh raina and you know chennai super kings uh see uh, anand this is a very tough question to answer because i was really hoping that uh, when msd retires from all formats of cricket and all kinds of cricket i was really having a thought in my mind that Suresh Raina would captain CSK when uh, MS Dhoni is no more playing uh, the beautiful game. But uh, now that I have seen how things are going with Dhoni and uh, Raina taking retirements together, I don't really know that if uh, if MS Dhoni steps down, uh, Raina would still remain playing. Uh, but if you ask me whether he is going to be retained, I'm not. pretty sure about it uh in the uh, csk team because as of now as a team i don't really f- i cannot really find a place for him in the 11 as well as in the squad it's very hard on him i know and it's very hard on the fans as well hard on me too because he was one of the favorites one of my favorites left handed batsman ever uh but yes truth being bitter I don't think that he has a place in CSK anymore, but he sure does have a space in cricket. He he sure deserves a team next year in IPL, and I hope uh, that uh, even CSK retains him back as a player. Okay, so let's see because you know he was fit, but still Robin Utappa was playing. Okay, that move of bringing Robin Utappa at a crucial stage. I mean that that literally pay, paid off. I mean. Who thought Robin Utappa will play such crucial uh, innings in qualifier uh, one, if I'm not wrong, and uh, in the final? 
so that move is fantastic so the other question for you vashish do you think okay uh, you know these 30 plus olds and you know the dads army if i have to be specific do you think they are going to retain sam karen okay you know as a replacement for dwayne bravo for because you know yes dwayne is old he's going to play more one or two more years but not after that so do you think sam current will be retained as a replacement for dwayne brown to quote the immortal mahendra singh dhoni definitely not okay. uh, there's no there's no place to retain sam current um ideally you are looking at five people to get retained three by retention and two by rtm or three by rtm and two by retention and the five people that i am thinking of at the top of my mind for a team like chennai is of course you're going to retain dhoni if he continues being ravindra jadeja has to be retained why not rutraj gaikwad for his performance faf and lord shardul i don't see guys like sam karan ambati raidu josh hazelwood getting a retention maybe your hazelwoods and bravos can be bought back in the auction but these are your core players that have to stick with chennai and eventually if dhoni wants to give up captaincy and playing in general then faf takes on the mantle for sure okay but faf is also he's 38 right now how do you think he's going to captain csk for the next 10 years because you know uh, i the franchise you know how much ever we know this franchise we know ms dhoni thinks for the future okay i i really feel in the next year he's going to play but he's not going to play as a captain this is what i feel yes he will uh, be like okay you all can retain me but i'm just going to be for the next 2 uh, to 3 more years and after that i'm you know giving up i'll till then train your captain i really feel the captaincy uh, will come to ruturaj gaikwad because you know uh, he's been with csk since 2019 and if csk retain him in 2022 uh, so he'll get the captaincy ms will train him so i feel ruturaj gaikwad is a very big potential for captaincy yes uh, you can argue with me that you know etc etc who are will you go with you can go with kl rahul david warner or many other players you want but i really jaddu bro jaddu yeah. see jaddu is also 34 35 you you got to see more 3 to 4 years and after that he's also gone okay you have to look for the long term i really feel ruturaj gaikwad is going to get the captaincy if he's retained because mm-hmm. and, and ms dhoni will be there for you know to train him to be with him for at least 2 to 3 years because ipl is a big stage captaining over there is really very difficult i mean we saw sanju samson you know yes sangakara was there but uh, he he's not on the field right he is outside sitting on the bench but when you have a person like ms dhoni controlling everything from the stumps that becomes much easier so i really Well, MS Dhoni is not going to play as a captain. He's going to play as a uh, just as a normal wicketkeeper batsman. He'll train, and you know, not even that I feel because they might you know look for another wicketkeeper like Jagadishan. Yes, he's not got a game, but if they get another wicket young wicketkeeper, MS will be like, okay. I'll play a few games. You go out there, you play. So could be. This is what I feel. Now speaking of which, speaking of which, we haven't yet gone into the finals, Anand. The amazing game that we saw yesterday. Yes, this episode is being recorded on Saturday. On Friday night was the final between CSK and KKR, and what a match! Abhishek, Anand, tell me about this amazing match that you all saw, and 
how explosive was chennai's batting controlled but explosive what do you all think about it uh, abhishek i would like you to go first okay uh, so i i have watched the game really closely uh, sitting like the closest i could be to my television screen and the thing which i would like to point out is there are uh, how many spinners in the kkr team one is varun chakravarty and uh, uh, sunil narayan shakib al hasan so there are three spinners in your team there are three quality spinners in your team that means three fours are 12 and the total number of overs bowled in one innings is 20 so 12 out of 20 overs are bowled by spinners that two on a pitch like uae all together all the three pitches which were there for the second leg that that was the mantra of success for kkr in the second leg their spinners they were performing so good they were using the pitch so well the slowness of the pitch the dew factor everything the dryness everything was in their favor i'm sorry that is why chennai had to do something to make sure that they do not build pressure on them in the middle overs and that is what happened i was looking during the start the first two overs varun chakravarty wasn't getting hit for many he my players players were trying ruturaj gaikwad and duplessis was trying to hit him but they could not so they resorted to rotating the strike on each ball at least get six from his overs at least get six runs from his overs and then after that we know what happened he went for 38 runs in four overs their main bowler went for almost 40 runs their main fast bowler fugerson he went for 56 in four overs that is how you build an innings that is how you build a partnership 61 runs for the first wicket that is how you build a foundation followed by a perfect innings by uh, robin utappa in a final game 31 from 15 and then followed by 37 not out of 20 from moen ali duplessis was too amazing at the other side of the uh, pitch and uh, that is how you know you know trying to rotate the strike as and when possible even when you can you have to take a few suicidal runs you have to make sure that the bowling side doesn't put a lot of pressure on you that is how you you know you can stop yourself from making mistakes and get good runs that is that was why chennai could put up such a mammoth total on board and win the ipl absolutely and you know uh, since you're talking about uh, the spinners i would add, like to add one more point there were 17 singles after the power play okay that is almost two in two to three overs so that means you know these csk batsmen they were first settling themselves they were getting used to the spinners and once the loose balls came once they thought okay we can hit them you know across the line or you know straight over covers on mid wicket they started hitting and you know uh, you have to see the conditions also okay the pitch they were playing on it was uh, you know that pitch was used almost a month back that is 19 september the first game against micsk and mumbai after that that pitch wasn't used said by matthew hayden you know during the pitch report so and that was a belter of a, a wicket so it it's hard it's rock okay there there was a few few you know here and there uh, swing like you know at least for an over or maximum two overs after that there was none okay so that pitch was fresh used after one month 
okay it was a batting wicket and you know you have to see the conditions too yes the spinners have been good for kkr but those were in the ideal conditions for spinners too i mean you you could see jadeja uh, yes he took two wickets but during his last over he went for 34 runs okay so uh, it wasn't very good for the spinners also so you have to see the conditions and uh, the way the csk batsman batted i mean look at faffy stayed till the end and the other batsmen revolved around him ruturaj gaikwad robin uttappa mohan ali all, all with 30s you know and he playing a crucial knock of 86 i mean that's a complete batting performance about jadeja and uh, vashist would agree uh, with me on this because jadeja is obviously his favorite if you would remember a uh, uh, thing happened when bravo bowled two overs for giving away just eight runs and in the middle when jadeja came out to bowl and uh, he took out shubman gill because of the pressure but unfortunately it was a dead ball and uh, gill got lucky and jadeja was a bit disappointed everybody was disappointed because it was an important wicket the partnership the opening partnership was uh, supposed to be broken but it wasn't uh but then what happened jadeja took catches yes assist i you are hearing me right absolutely jadeja, jadeja took catches and after that he bowled two overs just with amazing economy and amazing length so what i am trying to say is that is what all rounders are all about if you go on like if you do a bit you know if you field a a bit nicely if you take some good catches if you score a few runs if you take a few wickets you know it always interconnects with the other performances you are doing we discussed it in our last episode also when i was there and in this one also jadeja proved me right again bits and pieces player i remember that conversation you agreed to that okay yeah i mean yeah yeah right i mean catches leads you know increases your confidence and those weren't uh, you know easy catches too uh, if you you know have a look at those you know one's almost popped out from his hands and uh, the other he was near the boundary so yeah so I, that might have boosted his confidence and that's why he took two crucial wickets at the end absolutely i would also like to add one more thing about it and yeah. about that dead ball that hit the spy camera i think that was very unfortunate but that's what put kolkata that's what changed gears for kolkata is what i feel i feel kolkata were playing very confidently ayer and gill were going after every ball but after that moment soon after a few balls uh venkatesh lost his wicket then gill lost his wicket and then you saw a monumental collapse for kolkata it was single digits for almost everyone until shiva mavi so i think that really changed the game and yes of course excellent i think the bowling was just very very on point i think hazelwood really came up to the party bravo of course was really good as well jadeja and even deepak chahar who's been kind of on and off of course lord shardul is just another another beast of his own but i am really really perplexed by kkr's batting performance they didn't even put up a sh- they didn't even like try to put up a tough fight after they lost their first two openers 
see you know you have to see that the middle order wasn't performing i mean just look at qualifier 2 i mean dinesh karthik shakib al hasan uh, morgan i mean narayan also if i'm not wrong okay they all went for ducks i mean what do you the middle order was the problem uh, you know shivam mavi smacked few sixes okay shivam mavi i mean he's such a young bloke okay just arrived to the, uh, he's not even played a single game for india and he's smacking sixes and and that's got and that really got dhoni annoyed he was like what the hell are you doing just bowl simple we've almost won the game i mean if that was played by you know such innings was played by morgan karthik or shakib you know then the things would have been different so their experienced players haven't stepped up it's the younger players who you know who, who are doing the job for them nitesh rana rahul tripathi shuman gill venkatesh ayer these, these are the four only batsmen who did most of the job the middle order was lag uh, was lagging behind everything exactly no. anand uh, see what i think is uh, people say that football and cricket are different i know they are really different but uh, if you guys watch or follow a little bit of football you would know that if a player gets a red card in football he he is not allowed to play any further and a team with 10 players fighting against a team with 11 players you know the odds are with the team with 11 players and that is what exactly happened in the finals rahul tripathi got injured during the first innings and he wasn't looking good at all he wasn't able to walk and that you know somewhere somehow it creeps in the mind of the players of the team you know that your number 3 batsman who is being performing so well he was the match winner for them in the last league match uh sorry not in the last league match in the in the qualifier for the finals and he might not be able to walk on the field as a number 3 batsman so you are down with one less proper batsman in a high scoring run chase that is added pressure and chennai of course knew how to capitalize on it and when as versist uh you know rightly pointed out that after the dead ball players started to feel a bit panicked like okay yeah i got lucky this time maybe not next time what if what if i get out there are no more batsmen the middle order is not performing there's no rahul tripathi and that is how csk capitalized on their pressure i mean one no led to two two led to three this is it my biggest worry or not not worry but my biggest question is how much did kolkata miss andre russell in this match of course your middle order was not performing but if at number 5 or 6 you had muscle russell come in and bring back that momentum you could have a steady player like morgan or karthik on the other end not really trying to accelerate the run rate but just to keep strike while andre russell does your heavy hitting i feel like kolkata would have had a stronger chance to chase that total down with see, the absence yes sorry yeah see i'll be uh, you know very honest with you because this even if andre russell would have been there i would have made no difference because he wasn't in form i mean you know you yes uh, after his injury he would have uh, come back you know he would have played but you know when he's got such a long gap and you expect him to play directly in the finals yes he's a big player but see everyone feels the pressure right 
okay there's even even an even a person like ms dhoni feels the pressure yes he does not show it but he does feel it okay so you know expecting him to play after an injury plus he's not in form yes uh, he might be good with his bowling but not with his batting so you know yes a slight 5 to 6% more but not more than that i uh, this is what this is this is what i think and this is these are my opinions abhishek for anand if it's csk then even god even if god was playing for kkr they wouldn't win Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. So what uh, I would contradict Anand's statement because uh, I think this pitch was ideal for Andre Russell, you know, to hit long sixes, and you know, Gill and Ayer were showing a lot of you know uh, action against the ballers. They were hitting the ball well, and you know, once Dre Rush starts to connect, he just disconnects everyone. I'm sorry if I'm sounding like Akash Chopra, but yes, uh, if he was in the team, I would really want him to be in the team in place of one of the two spinners, Shakib or Narayan, because his bowling is also economical. He can take wickets. He has an amazing slow ball, amazing yorkers, and a good fielder. So yeah, I guess uh, Dre Russ would have made a difference in this big game, but good for us anyways, right, Anand? Yes, yes. I mean, fourth IPL title. I mean, we are going to cherish this. Plus, it was MS Dhoni's 300 game, so cherry on top, no doubt. Now, guys, I have a very interesting question for the both of y'all. So we have seen this second leg, and obviously, the first leg was a long time ago. I want y'all to consolidate an eleven, eleven of the best performers. in in of course your top order middle order low order order and bowlers to tell me your best 11 from this ipl from this season and give me your captain and wicketkeeper okay so vashish you want to go or should i go first uh, i would like abhishek to go first uh, then you and then i'll go last okay perfect okay so yeah i have come prepared for this question i knew you guys would ask me so uh, for me the openers are without a doubt and i i'm hoping that even you guys have them in your book in your list uh, it is ruturaj gaikwad and kl rahul of course and uh, at number 3 i guess sanju samson because apart from him not uh, apart from him i'm not really seeing anyone else who's performing better yes mohin ali is there but the way sanju samson hits the ball it's just you know uh, too lovely to see and if he is in form then nobody can you know uh, take him out of the game Absolutely. and at uh, number 4 i will have glen maxwell which is having a dream which he he was having a dream season uh, with the all the dry patches in his career after the 2015 uh, uh, year with the punjab uh, uh, kingsland punjab team and in the rcb this year he was amazing as uh as the batsman and as the bowler also uh fifth at number 5 i would i'm keeping the captain and the uh you know i'm taking this number 5 place not as the batsman but as the captain uh i would go for the the captains who played in the finals both of them dhoni or owen morgan you could choose any of them if you want because i have a wicketkeeper in sanju samson also 
So I have put a slash in between them, Owen Morgan or MS Dhoni. At number six, without a doubt, Ravinder Jadeja. At number seven, I would play Shah Rukh Khan, who had played for PBKS. And at number eight, Yuzvendra Chahal. He was in the zone of his own. Unfortunately, he was not selected for the World Cup squad. Virat Kohli recently had a press conference and said that it was a really hard decision for the management and him to make to drop Yuzvendra Chahal. But I'm not really seeing how hard it could be to drop your you know top spinner. And uh, at number nine, I would have Chakravarti because he is the most consistent mystery spinner I have ever seen in the past two years. Harshal Patel, obviously, because he was having a dream season of his own. He was in the zone of his own. And the Dubai pitches were, you know, optimal for his bowling speed and the type of variations he had. And at number 11, none other than Anrik Nokia because of his raw pace. I just love raw pace. And the main reasons why I don't like IPL being in Dubai is it's just ruining raw pace, man. All the wickets are coming on the slower balls. The kids are thinking that slower ball is the way to go, but it's not. Just don't think that slower balls is the way to go. Raw, raw pace is the way to go. So, yeah, Anrik Norke will be my 11th, man, 11th uh, player for the team. That I really liked your point about raw pace, by the way. I same, think same, same. I, I really think that if for one season, if these guys just decide to have the entirety of the IPL played in the United Kingdom when it's not raining, so hopefully in the month of uh, September, October, where there are no rains at all, if that time the IPL is hosted there, I think we would see a completely different wave totals are set different bowlers performing well and then raw pace would just be the the go-to for every attack. Absolutely. I mean, you know, um, they can play in South Africa also because uh, once the IPL in 20, 2009, if I'm not wrong, it was played there and South Africa has the perfect conditions for uh, you know fast bowling and raw pace. So, South Africa is also a very good option, I feel. Absolutely. See, but uh... an excellent eleven. Yes. Yeah. See, pace bowlers are very aggressive and they have a pride of their own. And to be honest, I don't, they, okay, they like taking wickets, of course, but, you know, it, it won't give them as much as satisfaction. It would give them taking a wicket, like bowling, in swing, out swings, in bowling at 150 clicks, 145 clicks, you know clipping the off stump, top of off stump, you know, uprooting the wickets, wickets flying, you know, doing somersaults. That gives them another kind of satisfaction. That is what they thrive for. Basically, Not for slower ball, man. Slower balls are... So basically the sound of timber, if I have to be very specific and precise, right? Yes, right. You know, they are bowling slower balls because they have to do it for the team, right? They can't you know, they can't make their pride come in the way of the team because it would affect the team as a whole. Uh, but raw pace is what I want, man. That is why I never complained Deepak Chahar being hit for 40-odd runs because he is the only player in this entire UAE leg not bowling slow balls. He he bowls slow balls, but not as much as the other players used it. He tried to swing the ball in the first over, tried hard, couldn't get it, but I love the fact that he was determined to keep the raw pace, raw pace tradition alive. So, no, yeah. no doubt. So, 
Anand, what's your eleven? So actually, my eleven and Abhishek's eleven is quite similar. Okay, so even I would go with Ruturaj Gaikwad and KL Rahul. Or I think you know I might go with Faf because Ruturaj Gaikwad and Faf have a very good you know rapport with each other. I feel and you know they uh, you know understand each other very well on the field and off the field well too. So I think I'll go with Faf and Ruturaj the openers. Number three, Samson because. You know, uh, there's legit no one who played really well or had at least 400 plus runs uh, as a number three batsman. Then number four, Glenn Maxwell. Number five, it has to be MS Dhoni. I mean, my captain will always be Dhoni, whether he's in form or out of form. So the tactician is MS Dhoni, even though he's not in form. Number six, uh, I will go with Jadeja because uh, he's a you know excellent all rounder and he gives me that extra option too. Then numbers. Uh, then I would go with number seven, Harshal Patel, uh, and I, I think I'll go with extra pacer over here instead of Varun Chakravarti. I'll go with Avesh Khan. So I'll go with Avesh Khan, Harshal Patel, and uh, I think I'll go with uh, Yuzvendra Chahal also. You know, one bolo and Anrik Norkia. Yeah. So this is my playing eleven, quite similar with Abhishek too. Quite similar. I really like the opening rapo of uh, Faf and Ruturaj. I think, um, I think openers that perform well together really build an inning. So, for example, even if it's Rahul and Mayank, two best friends, uh, best friends playing for, um, Punjab. But obviously now I think there's going to be a little bit of a rehash on that team. But yeah, when when your openers are getting along, then you know that there is going to be a high power play and a high scoring match in general. Absolutely, and plus, you know, I'll just remove one stat. So, uh, six, you know, whenever Faf and Ruturaj have scored fifty or more than fifty, the team has won. Uh, uh, you know, all the matches. So uh, they, I was just hoping once they cross fifty plus, I think they scored sixty, sixty one together. I was like, fine, the the match is ours. Because, you know, six instances, they went above plus 50 more. And each and every match was won by CSK. So, I was, you know, pretty chilled uh, when uh, CSK, you know, when the openers crossed the 50-plus mark. Absolutely. And I think that's what really won them the game. It's your opening partnerships. True, true, true. So, Vashish, tell us your 11. I'm, you know, I'm pretty sure it's not going to be similar with... You know, it is actually it is actually quite similar to be very honest. Wow, so I even mean... Ruturaj Gaikwad is my opener as well. Of course, I didn't go with KL Rahul because I was I took this basis the second leg of the IPL for the most part, except for one player. So I I got Ruturaj Gaikwad and Venkatesh Ayer as your openers because I was mighty impressed with this bloke. So I got him at number three. I know Sanju Samson was great, but he's also very inconsistent. So I got Rahul Tripathi instead, who's quite who's quite a solid player, and he would have really contributed in the final, barring that uh, hamstring injury that he suffered. Glenn Maxwell at number four because of the season that he's had, a dream season in both legs. At number five, I have Mahinder Singh Dhoni uh, as wicketkeeper and captain. I feel as no replacement for him behind the stumps as well as a captain. So, no Sanju Samson there either. Number six, my favorite player, Ravindra Jadeja, has to be there. You can't have a T20 team and not have Jaddu. I had Dwayne Bravo at number seven. So, of course, he gives you a full four overs, slower balls. I know um, 
Abhishek is not a fan of the slow balls, but I think basis the conditions that the games were played in. Bravo was amazing, and of course he contributes with the bat. I have Sunil Narayan at number eight. I feel like if you want to strengthen your batting and bring it down to eight, and of course a very tactical spinner, then you can't exclude someone like Narayan who's made a strong comeback this season. Um, I've gone with only two pure pacers. I've gone with Harshal Patel and Avesh Khan, of course, your orange cap holder and someone who's been very consistent for Delhi as well. And finally, you have one mystery spinner. I've taken Varun Chakravarti for that. Okay, I mean that that's quite different, actually, not similar because you don't have, you know, uh, you don't have Yuzvendra Chahal, you don't have a Nokia. You don't have Faf or you don't have Samson, so that's quite different. It's not similar versus, but okay, that, so that's mo- most of your players are quite similar. Yeah, yeah, most of the players, yeah, true. So that's a good playing eleven too. Uh, you know, I think if you want, you know, a batsman who can play at number eight, I feel you should go with Aksar Patel instead of Narayan. I mean, yes, Narayan's caliber is something else, but I really feel uh, Aksar Patel would you know would be a much better bet than Narayan. So I feel you should go with Aksar Patel. So that, I think Narayan pretty- has just been more consistent with the wicket taking aspect. Of course, yeah, Akshar yeah. has been very yeah, true. True. Akshar has been economical, but in terms of taking crucial wickets, I think Narayan has been much better at confusing the batsman in these conditions, at least. Yeah, guys, in the T Twenty format, Narayan over Akshar anytime because Narayan, the ability of him to hit the balls, come on, man. It's just too good. He can hit anyone. He's fearless. That is what T20 asks for. And his bowling is very famous. So, I guess for me, uh, Narayan over Aksa Patel anytime. Great, great. So, you know, this was the IPL review, uh, the you know playoffs review, the finals review. So, now let's move on to the World Cup. I mean, you know, uh, the big stage is here. We are now, we are now going to see Mentor Singh Dhoni, the last uh, tournament of Virat Kohli, Rohit Sharma. I mean, the trio is back. The, you know, the famous trio, Rohit Sharma, Virat Kohli, MS Dhoni. So, you know, uh, my question now is to Abhishek over here. You know, what role do you think MS Dhoni is going to play in this team? Okay. And secondly, what do you think, uh, you know, are the challenges which team India can face or, you know, what are the weaknesses in the playing, uh, you know, playing 11 they should cover and which is the team which, uh, you know, they have to be aware of most. Uh, uh, Too many questions at once. So, I'll try to answer them in order. So, first, what is MS Dhoni's role? What would be MS Dhoni's role in the Indian team as the mentor? Obviously, see, uh, from a person like me who has been following MS Dhoni from a long time since I was a child, reading about him a lot, watching him play, watching him captain. Uh, I don't think he would try to, you know, uh, change a certain player in what he is trying to achieve or in what he is trying to deliver for the team. His main job would just to, you know, motivate the players, how to go about dealing the pressure situations around them. Mostly, I would uh, imagine him having long conversations with Virat Kohli from the captaincy aspect of the game and how to, you know, change bowlers, how to, 
in what time to get the spinners on the track and what time to get the pace bowler in between how to bowl your fifth bowler which we are unsure about hardik pandya being there shardul thakur being there who is going to play who is going to not that is a big question and uh, the team which uh india should be aware of in this tournament nobody is going to like it but i am going to go for pakistan i am really sorry i don't want india to lose from pakistan but given the fact that pakistan has been playing international cricket in the uae since the past 3 to 4 years gives them a bit of upper hand on all the other teams but you can not rule out india because you know the players have a different kind of motivation when they are playing against pakistan the players have said it themselves that the aura is different the environment the pressure it just you know makes them perform better so i just hope that if see for me if india wins the first match that is against pakistan then india can defeat any other team in that whole uh, group so yeah that is there that is it you for know, me i i am just going to pick you on the last point that you said that pakistan is going to be a threat to us i really really uh, you know what to say disagree with you i feel is going to be new zealand because that team has been uh, you know a thorn in the flesh since 2009 i'll bring out one stat i love stats so you know india hasn't won an icc Uh, you know, game against New Zealand since 2009. So, New Z- according to me, it's New Zealand. Yes, Pakistan is a threat. I'm not undermining Pakistan. They are a good team. They have got the talent. But I really feel it's going to be New Zealand a big threat to us. I mean, Vashist, you know very well what has happened in the World Test Championship final and 2019 semi-final. I mean, who can forget that these two matches? So, I really feel it's going to be New Zealand. What are your thoughts on this, Vashist? So um Abhishek you think it's Pakistan Anand you think it's New Zealand I think it's the West Indies I know India is not in the same group as the West Indies but damn the West Indies are looking very impressive this year the Caribbean players have played very well in at least the international games that they've had against Australia Bangladesh Sri Lanka in the last couple of uh, months but in right now india faces pakistan of course it's a pressure game it's a it's an intense game and i see india coming out the winners in this one india new zealand again this is these are conditions very um, i think it's very much more favorable to india in comparison to new zealand so although um new zealand have had the upper hand on india on a lot of icc occasions i think india might come out the winner this one afghanistan again i see india making uh, making win and then india just face um, b2 and a1 which are still to be decided i think the real test is when india reaches the semi finals and if they have to face the west indies that's going to be a huge huge match and something they're really going to come up against considering pollard russell bravo everyone's there ready to whack the ball absolutely absolutely so you know i know it's the tournament still hasn't started but i'm going to ask this question to you both so do you think india is going to win this you know icc world t20 and if you know then which team is going to win 
and yeah that's it abhishek you can go first okay uh, see the squad which is being selected which has been selected for india for the world cup not many of them have been performing well kl rahul of course he is performing well but the middle order uh, hardik pandya the you know the 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 muscle power of the team isn't isn't in a good form like uh, yes ishan kishan played a blast of an innings in the last league match of mi uh but that is a bit of concern for me the batsmen of the squad 15 members squad not performing well but i think that india would make it because the caliber which these players possess the squad possess has you know is a lot and of course with virat kohli being the captain rohit sharma vice captain ms dhoni as the mentor ravi shastri being an absolutely amazing coach uh they would really you know they would want to win this cup obviously because uh, you know this time for virat kohli of course for the team as well because it's been dry since 2013 so yeah we wouldn't mind winning one cup again and if not india then i would love to see a team like west indies winning it back because you know i have a soft corner for west indies man i love those i love the enthusiasm the players have i love the muscle power i love the raw sheer pace of the bowlers and the athletic fielding everything so yeah i would want west indies to win like the same way they did in uh, 2016 if i'm not wrong yes 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 yeah so yeah either it's india or it's west indies i'm going to say really very honest because you know i really feel India West Indies is going to be the final and I really think so my gut says West Indies is going to win it for the third time so West Indies India final man vashist what are your thoughts i know it's going to be totally different yeah vashist a disclaimer our podcast your you guys your guys podcast doesn't air on in west indies right it's in india so yes. <laughs> guys what are you all talking about i really think pakistan might win this uh... T20 World Cup. Oh, I'm, just on, I'm, I'm, I'm just joking. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. All in good humor. I think I agree with Anand. I think India West Indies could be a final, but you know what? This might be India's year. Virat Kohli couldn't do it for RCB, so he might just do it for India this year and. leave t20 captaincy at least with one trophy to his name so i'm backing india to win the world uh, the t20 world cup and on to new pastures after that absolutely so you know before we sign off one last question who do you think is going to be the main player for india in this world cup abhishek go for me uh, kl rahul okay and why KL Rahul is you know he doesn't take much time to get used to the pitch even if it is a new pitch the ball is doing a lot then he might take a few games see in T20 world cup he doesn't have a few games there are only four league matches right so yes, yes. so he doesn't have a lot of time which he knows and he can capitalize on the fact that he has okay I have only a limited amount of matches to play, and I have to prove myself for the team and for his personal form as well. 
So I guess uh, KL Rahul being in absolute amazing form in the IPL as well would perform would be the highest run scorer for the team and an absolute match winner. True, true. So Vashish, what are your thoughts? Who's going to be the main player for India? Um, based on current form, I, I mean, obviously Rahul is the guy that's going to that that has been in top form and probably going to win you the World Cup if he performs well, but. I don't know. My gut tells me that Surya Kumar Yadav, after his performance against Sunrisers Hyderabad in um, the the final league game last week, I think if Sky is able to pick up form again, then he's really going to kill it and take India to that final and hopefully to a World Cup. That's a very good choice. But, you know, I am going with Rohit Sharma. Okay, I mean, that guy said three World Cups are coming up and we at least need to win two. You know, and he's very, very determined. I've seen from his body language and he gives his everything to India. I mean, we saw in 2019 World Cup, we saw in the World Test Championship also. I mean, he was the highest run scorer for India in both the tournaments. So I'm backing Rohit Sharma and I feel this time we are going to see at least minimum 200s from Rohit Sharma, at least 1-150 daddy 100s also from Rohit Sharma in this tournament because, boy, he's very determined to win this cup for India. So, I'm backing Rohit Sharma. Hopefully, it works out for him because he hasn't done much for the Mumbai Indians this year. He he never does much for Mumbai Indians except for captaincy, okay? So, he doesn't perform for Mumbai Indians, but he'll surely perform for India. So, I'm really not worried about his form, to be honest. No doubt. And in all honesty, that could be the case. Rohit Sharma can be winning it for for India this year. I think all these guys combined, it's a teamwork game. You got Rahul contributing at the top. You have Sky coming in either at uh, three or four in the middle order. Kohli opens as well. So he has a lot on his, um, he has a lot to prove as well. And of course, the big question and the big question is Hardik Pandya, guys. I want to end this podcast by asking you all, is Hardik Pandya a shoe-in, a guaranteed spot for number six? Or are they going to look at options for someone who can bowl? I think they might go with Shardul Thakur. Might, I'm not sure. But if they want to strengthen their batting, then they're going to go with Hardik Pandya. Abhishek? Abhishek. If Hardik Pandya bowls, then he is in the team. Okay. That's it. If he's bowling, he's in the squad. He's in the 11. For me, he's in the 11. Because if he starts hitting, nobody can hit a ball better than him. And if he's batting well, he'll surely ball well. So, yeah. Hadik Pandya, for me, is in the 11. If he is fit and fine to do both batting and bowling, if he's coming only as a batsman, then I don't think so that we could uh, we would want another batsman in a place like Dubai. We would really... Like uh, other baller or another spinner. True, true. Because the pitches might get slow too. So as we saw, especially in Sharjah. So yeah. So this was the podcast, guys. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you, Abhishek, for joining us once again. So signing off, Abhishek Kumar, Vashish Shabriya, Anand Samar. Till then, take care, stay safe, wear a mask and get vaccinated. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Thank you guys for having me.